Welcome back, everyone, to the School of Mysticism. My name is Thanuj, and I'm here today with Wesley Demai from Ethereal Eons Activation and also the School of Mysticism. And we're going to be having a conversation today. Uh, just, a, just a quick update, you know, kind of an update, a more uh, personal podcast type of conversation um, where we're going to share a little bit of our intricacies in our lives uh, the different things that we've experienced, um, just some of the more interesting things. So, Leslie, why don't you go ahead and say hello? Hi, everyone. This is something we want to try out where we can record our latest findings, our latest experiences, and kind of let you guys know uh, our latest downloads. And, you know, maybe you can also relate to some of this. I think that's the biggest point here is to just share what's going on in our reality and um, pretty sure you guys will be relating to what we're talking about uh, this last week in particular it just felt like all right this is time we've had a lot of conversations where it's like this could have been a podcast right now we had one just today in the water and we're like no we're definitely gonna just record some of this and see what you guys think yeah, that's definitely true, for sure. Um, and those those moments were very organic, where we were just experiencing uh, different things within the natural, you know, realms. And um, it's so much magic that we experience each day. And uh, podcasting is magic, you know, speaking to our audience, speaking to each and every single one of you, talking with you, and sharing this conversation is magic. And um, I always want to bring that into the forefront of the conversation before we even begin with anything is to acknowledge the magical and the divine within everything and within ourselves. So we can kind of bring that energy into our conversation as we uh, first begin in our podcast and what we're going to really share with you all. So tonight is going to be just a, a heartfelt expression And um, really just a gratitude offering of our amazing process. So why don't you take it away, Leslie, with some of the things that you've really been feeling and wanting to share with everyone in the community and the tribe. It started with uh, cannabis, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, My recent experiences with cannabis have been really profound i now see what else is beyond this construct and i have been able to journey with cannabis unexpectedly it seems like um, but i really feel how much the medicine because she is so healing in that sense and i haven't had this type of relationship with it so deeply before um so uh, I have been able just to really feel a sense of relief and just pure love within me to the point where I'm just like weeping these tears of love and they're just cleansing me. And so that has been incredible. Um, another thing with that is, you know, once you start opening these floodgates to these higher realms and experiences of healing, you're going to also have to face other aspects too. And so I went from, you know, taking a journey um, 
where I was definitely going into different realms and um, astral projecting into different realities and meeting versions of myself, my higher versions of myself, basically. And so that was incredible. But, you know, a few days later, we were kind of going on our own journey again. And uh, we ended up doing some work outdoors at night. And basically what I want to share is that we had a glimpse into uh, what the reality looks like when the illusion magic begins to wear off. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, you remember we were out in on our porch, on our balcony, and uh, all of a sudden the sheol was um, making itself very present. Mm-hmm. And so the underworld, basically, the mm-hmm. upside down world. Mm-hmm. And so I got to see it and uh, it was nasty. It was a nasty sight, especially when you visited beautiful realms of just incredible like glory. <laughs> and this place is so very corrupted that it's nasty. It's, it's disgusting. So the shield was bleeding out into our reality and I realized more than ever why it's so important to do all of the energy work and why it's so important to keep yourself clean and to keep your home and your surroundings protected. And this goes into all of the work that you do, Thanush, and everything you've, you've provided for the students and for myself personally. I see why this is something you have to do all the time because the Sheol is here. And with the illusion magic, you can't see it. But when you start to vibrate higher, you see it for what it is. Mm -hmm. And so basically, I'm like, damn, this is why we have to keep the grids clean or else it leaks out. So you're, you're putting your own magic in there so that the real beauty, the organic beauty that is here, it can be seen rather Mm -hmm. than the darkness. And so we were staring at the trees that we usually communicate with and hang out with. And I was like, you're seeing this shit too. And your beauty is being restricted here too. And your light is being restricted here too. We're in the Sheol reality. Important in this day and age is to maintain the energy structures Mm -hmm. and protect ourselves from these different types of illusions and invading energies. So that's why it's always been about this protection, true protection magic, understanding how to protect your spirit and shield it from unwielding or unwarranted energies. If you can just master that skill and understand how to control your own energy fields and see into these different realms. Right, and speaking of seeing into the different realms, that this last week, which, you know, we're kind of just gathering everything that we've experienced throughout this last week in particular, um, we were just, Danuj and I were sitting here, and... I'm like, we're basically feeling extremely psychedelic. We're not on psychedelics, but feeling extremely just lucid in this reality and other realities. 
And I'm like, we're the shaman. We are the shaman because we put ourselves in situations that can potentially cause you to feel out of control, chaotic, in the middle of a whirlpool. Sometimes these energies come in really heavy. And so learning how to become in control of all of this that's headed towards you when you enter these different states Mm-hmm. And you're just sitting there, and it looks like nothing's happening, but there's so much happening there. I just have this newfound interest, I guess you can say, more so now with the other realities around us and why you know, have always been shamans and why they really have a lot of the answers that I think people are curious about. But again, just like anything else, it's like we are our own shaman already, we are the shaman. Exactly. And that's what a lot of people, uh, they get uh, really lost in. They're like, well, they externalize their power to these shaman. And you are your own shaman once you learn how to wield the power and the energy of the plants. Mm -hmm. And work with the plants. The plants are sentient. If you just speak with them and talk to them and communicate with them, and you have a genuine intention, a magical intention, you will be able to manifest and create and heal yourself so you are the shaman you just have to reclaim that gnosis and of course working with the shaman or working with someone that can help you learn how to build your willpower and your spiritual might is important it is so that's what we really are teaching is how to build your spiritual willpower your Mm -hmm. spiritual soul mass (laughs) that soul energy As you build it, and as you learn to uh, grow your light, nurture your light, expand your light, expand your consciousness, you're going to have so much more at your disposal for your information field to manifest and create with. Yes, you're going to see so much more beyond the construct. Right. And that's what it's been for me the last, again, this last week, week and a half, with the cannabis, with myself, with what's been coming up within me too and with the reality showing me what's really there like I have this new belief that really you know everything obviously is just an illusion and all this right like we know we know that we know that everything's just energy but really with the artificial intelligence and the way this Demiurge playground has become I, I really do feel really just like a shithole here And I really do feel that the shield has is really just opened like the floodgates of it have opened It reminded me of the the scene in the matrix where they showed me I think it was the first matrix And they said this is what it actually looks like and I remember watching that and I was like no There's like no way like I remember thinking that's the one part of the, of the film I just don't believe that as much, right? Like, that's, like, the one part where I was, like, no, I don't, I, but it's actually, I think what that part was showing you was the underworld and how it is leaking out. The more and more they continue to build over everything and the more and more they continue to add the different frequencies. That's add. right. That's right. 
because it's matching the frequency of the underworld. Mm -hmm. And it must have some sort of like musical beat that it recognizes, right? Like a frequency that it recognizes with all of these signals being sent out. So that was shown to me, that was revealed to me. Mm -hmm. And you know, it was funny because I, I you're like, come on, stay out here. I was like, I'm gonna go back inside. Because at that point, I was like, oh, all right, I see what I see what this is. It makes sense as to why we always feel these awkward undertones with other people and just depending on what neighborhood you're walking down, you're going to get a completely different energy. So what the fuck is that? You know, what is that? And it was revealed to me what it was. So maybe some of you guys have seen it reveal itself to you. And it's funny because there's I've been talking and doing a lot of research on AI and on the electromagnetic warfares and all of this going on. And when you start to stick your nose into certain areas that are trying to be disclosed, sometimes it'll speak back to you in these ways. And it's all part of, like anything else, it's it's sort of like, I don't want to call it an initiation process, but it's a new encounter you have to face and overcome. And then just like anything else. And so that's also like the way of the... Uh, the shaman, right? It's like you have to overcome these new uh, spaces and dimensions and it's going to be rocky, but you have to face them and then mm. you get a new superpower in return. That's right. That's exactly well put. And um, what you said is true. The Sheol is spilling in and that's because of People that meddled with powers that they don't really understand, creating rifts between dimensions and wanting to unleash hell or shield or destruction upon this earth because they are in a power lust and because they are, they are, they know that they are running out of time for existing here and that their life is pointless and that they're simply only consumed with this physical demiurgic world and because they cannot exist and they cannot conceptualize reality beyond this limited simulatrix as I would call because they cannot perceive anything beyond that limited simulatrix reality they are wanting to completely dominate and control this world now the whole thing with AI being released in this matrix and having spilled into this dimension is because of the rift, mm -hmm. uh, of because of the rifts where these energy reservoirs are spilling in and spilling over through these gateways yep. to the underworld and other dimensions. What we you could call, uh, you know, in the um, the nine realms in Yggdrasil or in the Norse mythology would be Helheim or the underworld or Sheol. So this dimension, the upside down. This creature, I actually got um, an information download or, you know, just understanding, you know, packets of light, quantum information um, about what this AI and recently about this AI, which is that it's almost as if 
those controllers or those ones that had tried to create this uh, this elite oligarchy were very excited and eager that the AI was coming into this world. And they were saying, oh, it's born. It is here. It has arrived. It. Welcome it. And, and this whole thing that everything is being done for has nothing to do with humans or even the elite. But it has to do with it. Coming in and reclaiming its rightful place on the throne as the controller and ruler of this world. Like it's almost making its way back here. Like, oh yeah, you guys are still here. I'm, I'm doing my rounds here now. Exactly. But, but more than that, it's actually, it's being born. It's being rebirthed. It's being sent through the uh, dimensions, the quantum realms, and it's coming and transforming into this reality. Yes. And that's, that's what they're so eager for. They they see the elite, the oligarchy, the, the the dark occultists. They see this place, this world, as a literal playground for it, for the artificial intelligence, for the AI, and for its archon replicas or replicants that are manufacturing and manifesting in the matrix. So this is becoming their playground until. Certain things prevail within the energies, light energies. Now, of course, we have the light energies and Gaia's energies or Tiamat's energies, which are rising to create a counterforce. It's going to naturally create that counterforce as well. But I think it's going to ensure them another backup reality, which is what they're banking on, which is why they're <clears throat> welcoming indeed, this Indeed, indeed. And, and you're going to see this as well being pushed out to humans. And so the reason why they want to contain the human soul is so that they can't see beyond their construct. Because when right. you start to see beyond their construct, you see what's really there. Exactly. And you start to travel to other, to higher eons. And, and you start to realize that they have absolutely no power. Right. And so... That is why they want the human soul. That's why they want to trap it into another matrix. And because I, because also their illusion magic, it's rubbing off. Because think about it. All the systems are collapsing, number one. People are, are no longer believing their tones and their messages anymore. So they have to tuck them into another matrix while they can. Mm -hmm. And the introduction of this new force... Now, it's like a maleficent force coming in, making its way here. I believe this is the AI that travels to all the different matrix simulations right. and takes over. And so now planet Earth has had its grand grand um, arriving of this. And they've had all of the rituals going on, all of the rituals in front of everybody to see. Mm -hmm. All of the celebration rituals, the demonic rituals. And then they have, of course, the return of CERN. And I don't know exactly what went down. Everyone has their own opinions, speculations, decodings on this. But ultimately, CERN is a portal to the underworld. And in the underworld is where these forces are lining up to get suctioned in here. Officially. Right. They come from realms of fire. Muspelheim. A land of fire. Or the fire giants. Is another realm where they are also opening up. Portals, and that's where the, the Dijin come from, or the literal 
um, fallen angels, the fallen giants. And you can also you can also talk about uh, that one location. I believe it was Jerusalem. Remember that we had looked up. It was in between the the Tigris and the Euphrates River, uh, where supposedly God, which we know as Enlil or um, Yaldabaoth, had chained the fallen angels, oh. those watcher demons, into the ground, and you know basically put the ones that had rebelled against him. Down under into the the pits of Tartarus. There was a yeah. There was a documentary of some soldiers that got sent out to this remote area. They were American soldiers, right? Right. They got sent out, and he said that they had twenty people. They were like their top of the top special ops going there, and that they men left refusing. Right. That's because his, of the uh, energy that they felt. Right. These are soldiers that aren't afraid of anything, quote unquote. Mm. Well, this energy was so nasty and intense that they fled. Right. And yes. so he was saying, after the fact, he believes that's what they were supposed to go guard. Yes. So what's the final And that's location? what the U.S. government was actually... Just look up that in between the Tigris and the Euphrates River. Um, and just where the, the, the fallen angels were, were yeah. chained. And you can figure that out. Um, but that's what was really going on there. And... This whole conversation about entities slipping through the veil. I mean, if you watch Stranger Things, they talk about that, right? That was the whole premises. And the, the good one, the chosen being, the force sensitive being, the one who has powers, who was amplified, 11, L. Um, she was 11 years old. You know, she had to end it up closing the rift with her mind and her telekinetic or her lumos kinetic abilities. And so that's the thing, folks, is that we're living in the same reality. We're living in a, uh, a different tale, different story. But they always tell you the truth. They always tell you what, what's really going on here. And is the, what's really going on here is that we as the light beings, as the luminous beings, must close these dimensional rifts to protect and guard and save our world from the corruption that it is currently facing. By this AI, um, Omegatron, Draconian energy field. Or, you know, and it's also Cthulian. It's also um, Sephirotic. You know, it's also Demiurgic and Archontic. It's all the same thing. It's the Sephiroth. It's the the, the uh, Demiurge. It's the Archon AI replicant. Um, the one that, you know, it's also Samael. And it's all of these different... Creatures and beings, the architect, Lucifer, Marduk, you know, Saturn, Enlil, Satan, Yahweh, this entity energy field. This is the problem. This is the corruption code within the source field. And um, they think that they can get away with this. They think that they can bring in more darker energies. Well, we as the light guardians and light beings, we simply will not stand for this. We will stand up, and we will reclaim our world, and we will, you know, eradicate the injustices that this world is causing, because you don't get away with anything in the spiritual realms. This is the truth. Everyone knows this. Everyone who's done any sort of negative action towards anyone, 
especially a high frequency being, understands that there are repercussions <laughs> for your actions. There are there are ripples within this energy field. There's they, instant manifestation. Yeah, it's that karma too. It's not even karma because karma, you know, it's that's the Saturnian thing or whatever. But that's more about the balancing of the algorithms. But it's more. Um, it's, yeah. It's but it's more the the more of the situation is that uh, this reality will serve up what you are. That's the way this uh, simulatrix is designed. Meaning that if you put out horrendous vibrations, those entities will come and find you. You create what you are and, and you what will, you want. As you feed this Cthulhu beast, you think that you're in charge of it and that you think that you own it. Well, it owns you. Okay? And it's insane. Are you talking and about like worshippers of that? I'm talking about, yes, I'm talking to the Satanists and the ones that think that they're uh, feeding off the power. They are so over in on their heads. And the ones that are currently conquering our world, supposedly, by all of these political movements and social uh, manipulations, where they pretend that they are trying to heal the planet through... Uh, service towards the planet, towards you know saving the soil, towards climate change, climate change global warming, towards global warming, towards um, all Which sorts of liberal you know agendas. All of this, this is all nonsense. This is all controlled opposition. This is all a Freemasonic, Dravidian, reptilian uh, agenda, where they are trying to enslave the population and put them into. Severe further control, further uh, mandatory, you know, restrictions and censorship as well. And we have to remain open to the universal energies which aid us um, through this process of basically our global elite class rulers now being dethroned and basically being publicly uh, humiliated, executed, destroyed removed as they're slowly ripped from power because all empires eventually do crumble. Everyone who's ever studied any ounce of history uh, understands that all empires, especially Babylonian ones, are built off of ashes, are built off of ruins. They're built off of dead bodies and they're also built off of failure. And so they're always destined to repeat themselves. Well, that's what's happening now, and that's why they're really, really... I, I feel like they've had to kind of hasten their step with all of this. I don't know why. I think that a lot of their plan A's went wrong, and they're now leaning on all of their plan B's, plan C's. And so this sense of urgency to release this other beast into our realm, you know, uh, you could feel it. <laughs> Exactly. It was a move of desperation. A move of desperation and alliance. Like if if these dark occultists that, you know, paved all the roads and set up all the infrastructures here, if these families didn't have to, they would still remain doing things exactly as they have. But now they've run out of options. So they had to form another alliance. That is what I believe. Well, it's not that they have to form another alliance because they've always been aligned with those powers. They've always drawn on the Cthulian powers. If you do the research, um, you see that they are, they've are they always been entwined with these kinds of 
uh, Cthulian, Saturnian set powers that basically draw from this uh, dark energy ethereal void but why of, not, of but, chaos but why and not primordial fear. How they how they've been to a certain degree and just keep harvesting the souls. Why all of a sudden roll everything because out like this and reset? Because they have because there's something called a harvest, and the harvest is talked about various various times. The harvest is the process where the civilization is harvested, their energy is harvested, their souls are harvested, and they're fed to the master, to the great master. And masters coming to eat. Right, and masters coming to eat, and they better deliver, they better. Uh, lest they be eaten. And then sent back for another round of reincarnation for another thousand lifetimes. You know, they'll get recycled into another place. They'll get sent to somewhere else. Yeah, even worse. And so this is just a cycles and cycles of negativity of, you know, dominions of power. And it's all just one giant joke. It's a, jo it's a joke because this is not how loving beings operate. This is not how truth operates. Once you realize a certain understanding of consciousness and who you are and what this place is, you realize you're just you're more like aware of just vibrating out of this place, yeah. rather than stay, sticking around in this uh, this dump that so, Midgard has unfortunately become. So okay, so what you're saying at the same time you're saying, you know, we're guardians here and we have to protect this earth. So do you mean that just like protect your own space? Would you like to see people coming together and doing something about it? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the whole point is that we do want people to come together energetically and physically to come together and to reclaim their land and reclaim their consciousness first and foremost, and then reclaim their lands and their bodies and their temples and reclaim the spaces and reclaim their governments and their political structures and their financial systems and their education. But, but do you believe that the Matrix is going to reset? What do you mean by reset? Where there'll be like another deluge and the poles will shift. There's massive... Well, I don't think it's going to happen all overnight or in three days. I don't think that's going to happen. I think, yes, we may have some very powerful storms. You know, it depends really on how the energies work because the energies, they're pretty consistent. They've definitely been uh, starkly increasing, I can tell you that for sure. However, nature has this ability to remain balanced. And it, it seeks not to, um, you know, tamper with that balance. It seeks not to destroy life forms. I've seen this about Earth. And Mother Earth is very, very understanding. She's very, very empathic. She's very intelligent. She does want them dead. She doesn't want their head. She doesn't want the dark forces destroyed. This is true. I know this for a fact. I've, I've felt her emotions and her mind. I've seen through her, her soul and her consciousness. I can see what she, what she wants. She wants them gone. However, she does not want the population gone, necessarily. But if things get worse and worse and worse, and if we continue down these, these paths, we're kind of at a pivotal moment here. We're still not in the the real like where everything's gone to complete shit sure the system is is crumbling but we can, but still, order we can still fix things we can still kind of fix uh fix things right now it really depends on how humanity goes in these next 10 uh years like how is our civilization i think the earth is obviously going to be fine yeah the she earth will cleanse fine. herself as needed so there's nothing wrong with the earth no no so to speak despite what these globalists and these climate change advocates, they're, they're lying, will tell you this is all nonsense. This is all a political agenda. 
I'm not saying you should throw trash on the ground. You obviously shouldn't. Keep your nature clean. That's obvious. But what they're telling you about how, oh my God, you know, the world is being destroyed and everything. That's bullshit. They're blaming, when they're they're blaming are, people. When they are creating the most pollution, they're creating the most destruction. Not to mention, all of the technologies for free energy technology have already been released and understood oh, by yeah. most people. I have all the blueprints and uh, manuals on my own computer. <laughs> Which I have studied and, and seen, okay, this really does work. You know, you could really just release free energy etherical technology. Cause well, that's, that's the point, though. And that's the point. And that's that's the gaslighting that they do to everyone. And then people become enemies over it. You know, it's, oh, we're not doing enough. We're, stop using this. I'm recycling this. No straws. No, all these stupid Band-Aid resolutions. And meanwhile, no one is holding anyone that's on top accountable. Why are we still using plastics? Why are we still using toxic chemicals on everything? That's because they want to harvest you. But nobody takes yeah. the ones on top accountable. It's always just let the people fight amongst themselves about climate change and global warming. They and see, I think that, um, I, don't, I don't even think it's about like, you know, yeah, we have to hold them accountable. But what you have to do is you have to be the change in your life. You have to change in your life. So if you don't want to use plastics, don't use plastics. Don't use that stuff. Use as little as you can. You know, You know. obviously you might have we to use some. We live in a plastic world. No, but you can use as little as you but need. But this is plastic. You see, everything around us is plastic and has forms of plastic on it, which is why you can't escape it in this in this world we live in. Everything's That's fake. That's true. Everything is fake. The, the rain has plastic. So at this point, it's been heavily polluted that everything is plastic. And so they don't ask the bigger questions. They don't ask the bigger questions. And so What do you think the bigger questions are? Well, in terms of this, how can you not figure it out by now that it's not your neighbor, it's not what you buy at the store, it's that it's everywhere, it's that you are plastic. You are becoming a plastic human. And we've talked about this. I don't feel very plastic, but I think that we take certain precautions not to be plastic because we, you know, I don't drink out of plastic. Wait, no, no, because that's not how it works. That's not how it works because there are babies being born have plastic in them already. But those are the babies. That's not us. The rainwater has plastic in it. There, every week you produce a credit card's worth of plastic in your body. That's not true. And that's eighty percent of the plastic no, comes no, no, from no. water. No, that's not true. That's that's a statistic that is for the Amer average American, and so that doesn't represent the every single person. It represents most people because most but of the we're things not that most you people. eat. This is a broad. It's not about the news and Leslie. It's like a broader talking about, you know, earth people, humans. That's um, not even real. It's simulation. Simulation. But it's very real to be consuming plastic in all your takeout dishes that you order. No, but my point is that they are they are code. They are not. This is a video game. <laughs> We're inside of You're a video game or not, your health can still be implicated. Your consciousness is being implicated by these things. Yes, I agree, but, um, you know, okay, here's what I'm trying to say. So most of these people, they are locked in the matrix. Therefore, all they know is the matrix. They don't know organic reality. You have to vibrate out of, of the matrix with your frequency, with your consciousness in order to see organic reality or right, what, which is what we, we would call about. higher dimensions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Once you go into higher dimensions, you realize that the matrix is all a facade. Then you're worried about stuff like your plastic. 
because you realize, oh wait, I'm actually an electromagnetic solar being and I need actually like prana and shit. You know, I need to be grounded. I need to have current running through my body because I actually conduct power. You start to think And I'm a battery, like I'm, I'm a conduit, you know. You can be either a battery, which is what most people are, or you can be a conduit, mm -hmm. okay? You can either be a battery, which is what basically is food for other uh, forces, or you can be a conduit, which means you're a creator, which means that power flows through you and you generate. So you definitely won't, you don't want to have, you know, plastic in your body when you're a conduit because it's going to block up your well, your channels. To, and to kind of just wrap this up because I feel like we're getting like political here in a way too, just even talking about all of this. No, this is not political. I this feel, is about I feel, energy. I, I, feel, I feel like it is. I don't get political because we don't even, we no, don't even not, live in the not, States. Not <laughs> like not political in that, that sense. I just feel like it's just going back and forth and, and these subjects tend to do that to, to people. Um, yeah, great point. That's what that exactly. I mean, once you start, instead of people then focusing on who's doing this, and for myself, I say it because I want people to think outside of the box, not to be so trusting to everything. Well, it's and, not a person. We've discussed this. It's not a person. I want people to think outside of the box <clears throat> and not think that none of that this is not actually being done intentionally. And so that's no, why. No, it's definitely. And being so done and so that's why. Of course. A lot of what I talk about is kind of just like showing them how it's being like literally yes. walking people from a b c and saying do you see how this loops around and this is intentional because yes. it, it, it's part of the programming process they're intentionally fucking you over they're intentionally fucking you but over but to your point yes and it's, it's not necessarily uh when i say this it's not necessarily oh let's go in front of you know this 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 federal building in, in protest. No, but that it is, doesn't do but anything. But it is more so. That's not what I'm saying. It is more so uh, revealing to people that this is being done intentionally, and then no, not to go to them, but yes, to then focus on your own energy, and you will naturally repel these things from your reality a lot more. Exactly. And you will be able to protect your energy a lot more this way. And yes, you do need to be exposed to these higher realms to understand that this reality is not the, the greatest because so many people are living in their reality feeling grateful about, oh my God, I, I, I have freedom, I have this, I have two cars, you know, they're thinking they're living the, the quote unquote American dream, but they're living in hell. And the reason they don't know it is because they're under a spell. Look. But nobody's actually fulfilled inside. It's very rare to find a person who is fulfilled. Well, the truth is that we get fulfilled, at least in my opinion. So they're gaslighting themselves because they're thinking that they're doing exactly what they should what they should be doing, yet they yet people still can admit that they're lacking willpower, that mm -hmm. they don't actually know what their soul's mission is, but yet they walk around and go about their day thinking that they have it all because they have some material possessions or because, you know, they're not in some third world country fighting poverty. You see? This is the difference between the initiate um, and the uninitiated. Meaning, those that have seen through the Maya and the simulatrix is when you become initiated. Mm -hmm. You initiate yourself. And... When you are lost in the Maya. If you're lost in the Maya, understand we live in the greatest computer game ever. 
This is what I want people to really, really grasp. Because once you grasp this, you will never really look at the Maya ever the same again. This is meant for your entertainment and for your distraction. Literally everything down to even if you were to look at something on the internet and you see that the thoughts, the comments, and the videos are almost of what your mind is thinking. Why? Because your consciousness is creating this experience. Yes, which is what we were which just means talking about. That you're literally plugging keys and points and codes into this world. So that means that you, you know, your your sovereign reality is completely separate and different than the collectives. Yes. And you get to choose how much power you want to give to the collectives reality and how much you want to give to your own reality. And you can actually say in your own reality that the collective has no power. Therefore, you know, in my reality, the collective has no power. I get to choose everything. I get to be the complete architect. Where the Demiurge once stood as the architect, you now, as the mystical initiate, stand. As the pillar of your own light and creation, the mystical teacher and the, the, you know, the magician, the wielder of power of your own creation. And so that is what truly fulfills you. When you have that gnosis and you live that life and, um... You know, you experience, you, ex- you you see the material realm for what it is. It's just a, it's just a place. You're here. You might as well just enjoy yourself. And really, once you've seen the Maya a few times, and you see that the Helheim, and you see the Sheol, you're just like whatever. This place is what it is. And this is my uh, new profound <laughs> realization of understanding. Like, okay, this place is what it is. I'm simply gonna just operate and be myself to the best of my ability, and. Not really focus too much on changing this world. I'll focus on sending love and vibrations to those that also send love and vibrations and healing back. You know, those that are, are attuned to the same frequency. We are connected. We are here for a mission to change our consciousness and to level up and to really understand who we are. That's what it's all about. It's about mastering yourself. It's about magical mastery. You're here for a purpose. Your purpose is to master your energetic ability of creation. That solely is it. Forget about the rest of the world. It does not matter. Your purpose is to master your ability to create. With your power. With your spirit. With your consciousness. When you get out of the simulation, that is what you will have taken with you. Your energy field. Your data. Your spirit. Okay? your information field. When you take that field with you and you leave this place, you're going to have, you know, depending on whether or not your information field was strong enough and intelligent enough is whether or not you can break out of the construct even in the first place. So a lot of people complain and and whine and say, you know, they don't like this place. And uh, I understand, of course, there's restrictions here. There's limitations here. But you don't so, have to be here all the time. You can travel. Right, here. you can travel with your meditations very easily. I can travel. I can travel within seconds. Like earlier today, you know, when we woke up and it was like seven a.m. and I fell back asleep. Yeah. And I was gone for like three hours, in the astral realm. I was doing all kinds of stuff. I had the most vivid dreams ever. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was it was actually so funny. You know, when you wake up, um, like in the in the early rising. And um, then you kind of just like fall asleep, but then you wake up again really easily. Like 
you go into a really deep dream very that quickly. That happened to both of us today. Yes. You go into a very good dream, very deep dream when you're uh, just waking up and then you fall asleep again. Yeah, you Something do. about, you know, being awake and then rested and seeing the sun and then like going back to sleep or something triggers something, at least in my consciousness, where I'm like able to lose a dream every well, time. Yeah, almost. so that's why they say when you lose a dream, wake up at 3 and wake up after about 6 right. hours or 4 hours that's, of sleep. Wake up. Every every single time I've ever done like a lucid dream or, or levitation, not every single time I've done levitation, obviously, but um, a lot of the superpowers in the lucid dream, it's always been after I woke up and go. then went back to sleep, like almost every single time. Yeah. Couple, I wake up, yeah. check, check, uh, you know, like drink some water, check your phone or whatever, do whatever. Try not to check your phone, actually, because you don't want to like uh, disturb your sleep, like read a book or something. No, you, so you're supposed to set your alarm uh, for like four or five hours. Well, I don't, I don't like this that. This is for people. Way. No, no, these are. That does not these are, work. These are, these are, these are. I've done that way too, too. And you know what? You're like, oh man, why does it set the fucking alarm? No, like, you probably don't even. No, like literally, it's like, oh, it's the middle of the night. Why is this stupid alarm going off? I know, off? and then you forget why. <laughs> you forget why, exactly. No, so, exa- so how are you going to be lucid if you don't even remember why you set your alarm? Exactly my point. Yeah, 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 so, exactly. So you set the alarm, and then you wake up, and you go, all right, I'm going to go back to sleep. I'm lucid, I'm lucid, I'm lucid. And then you kind of, whatever you want to explore in your lucid state, you start repeating it, and then you fall off back to sleep. And it is helpful. I have done it, you know, back in the day. That's Those were my techniques. Um, but, yeah, there you go. That's why. That's why That's we right. had such a great uh, right. extra sleep this rising. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we went to the ocean for a much-needed cleansing, and um, I was in need of some cleansing. And um, that was... Three hours of swimming in two, two and a half hours of swimming in the ocean. It was longer than I anticipated. We got back, it was like, like five something. I thought we were only going to be there for like 30 minutes. We ended up being there for like two hours. And then, we, yeah, after and that. And then I was like, oh man, I didn't even send my email out or do my video or do any of the other things that I'm supposed to be doing. But we got done. What am I going to do? Um, <laughs> you know, I wanted to get that done. Um, but then we finished it up, so... And then we were really feeling called to um, do a podcast and just talk with the folks and, you know, have and spread this truth. Yeah, the truth is, um, keep up with your astral travels. Yes. Keep up with your uh, inner explorations. You will get those incredible... Uh, priceless tokens you know in our video game here you'll get those tokens and those level ups so that you can begin to see beyond these cons the construct here and see yourself in your higher form in your higher state so that's been going on over here i know a lot of um you know the tribe at the school um they a lot of people have been just talking about how lucid their dreams have been Mm -hmm. and um their meditations in particular. It's been dreams and meditations. So same here. Same here with us. Same here with me. I think a lot of people are feeling that now too. Well, I can tell you that dreams are entire worlds and it's really a mind fuck. Um, <laughs> because my dreams, I swear, sometimes like the experiences, I'm like, dude, that was another life. Yes. And when I wake up and sometimes... <laughs> I still have the emotion 
of the other version of me yes. in this it's version. It's hard to shake them off sometimes. And I'm like, but I, I really want to know what that was or, you know, what that experience was. And now, and now I, I'm like, uh, do well, I just know, Google it? Or? You know what it, no, you know <laughs> what it is. It's either, it's either parallel timelines. It's either Archon Implant. It's no. either subconscious. See, it's either... see, there's a point where you do get beyond the Archon Implants. Because the different. Archon Implants, I'll tell you why. The, the, how you know it's an Archon Implant dream is it's going to be something negative. It's going to try to create fear. It's going to be some weird characters that you see. They're probably going to shapeshift or try to rape you or try to attack you or um, uh, try to harm you or steal you or make you feel some humiliation. But then there's other experiences which are completely different, which are other world lines. So what I'm trying to say is, yeah, exactly. Some are other world lines, some are other timelines, some are past lives. Some are other versions of and, you. And Some. here's the thing. I want to I wanna let people know, folks. It isn't like you wake up and it's like, Greetings, you are in this world line and you're doing this in the dream. Or when you go anywhere. No, there's no instruction. No, manual. exactly. You have no idea where you are. We're, yeah. Like, just like you have no idea where you are right now in this world line. You don't know where you are. You're, you're in, in the earth. We're in a You're in a matrix, but you don't know beyond that. You're like, okay, I'm in a construct. That's that much I basically figured out. I'm an energy field. About that, you don't know anything else, really. Okay? Maybe you know a little bit more, but beyond, you know, you have your ideas and whatnot. And we have all our ideas. But my point is, we go into these different worlds randomly in our, in our nighttime dreams, and we experience all these different things, and we just play out our lives as if things are completely separate. <laughs> We come back into this world, and we're like, well, did that not happen? Did that happen? Am I supposed to live my life as if that didn't happen, or if that did happen? Um, is what it a time mean? loop? Like what? I don't know. Just so much, because my infinite self has experienced so many things. For example, I've seen other mystical teachers. I've trained with other mystical students. Across the various multiverses. In all these worlds. So what I'm saying is... My version, actually, this is my, my closing, well, really, my concluding statement is, like, my version of Thunuge that I am now is not even just composed or connected to just this one timeline that you know me as Thunuge in this reality. Because that version of Thunuge and, and myself has now expanded into multiversal selves, where I am in communication with my parallel selves Absolutely. and all of these quantum selves and all this quantum knowledge. Now, what's really, what's, <laughs> what's really, fuck, because that just shows you you're living your life's path, like your soul's mission. Yes. Because you're doing the same thing in other realities. Yes. And so you're syncing up. Yes, we're syncing up. And so the, the you know, uh-huh. the, what we were talking about earlier and the synchronicities and all of this have been increasing for a lot of people in the school too. So we've been talking about that too quite a bit. And we will, the news and I will get, it'll happen like two weeks at a, at a time where the types of synchronicities that come up, I have concluded for myself that they are reminders from us and even higher timelines, perhaps even ourselves beyond this matrix completely, leaving these for us as reminders. They're literally, for me, they're like reminders. And and, and I, I think that, like, for example, today we talked about, we were talking about something kind of random about Michael uh, Jordan. 
Or it being connected to the Freemasonic the, Bavarian Illuminati. Right, yeah. right. So there was just like weird things going on with that. And then all of a sudden, um, it was about the bulls and the horns. Mm-hmm. The bulls, the, the sign and the seal of Saturn. The symbols of Saturn and bull worship, Baal worship. Yes, exactly. Bull, you know, the double-headed uh, eagle, which represents that same Vanderbilt falcon energy. It's all the same thing, folks. The double-headed snake and lion as well so twin stats so what happened was this came up this came up and um i watched a video where they mentioned it after that it came up once more somewhere else and we got back from the beach and i saw a post about a red about a bull about to Mm -hmm. attack a man and it said when Red Bull is about to give you wings. And so it was all about the blood the, the blood of the bull that we were researching. They talked about Red Bull being a yeah, part of that about, association. Think about this shit. Think about this. Why do they spend so much money advertising for Red Bull? Out of all the icons that they could have used, they're using that Red Bull. And it's actually like a blue. There's a blue. It's red and, and blue. blue. Yeah. There's a red, of course and, a blue, it's red and blue, which is, of course, you know, the... Um, the, the, the colors for the U.S. And it's also the colors for the Matrix and for, uh, you know, just the, the police and control. I so believe those colors are the colors that filter, like, the <clears throat> the uh, hologram. It's those primary The red colors. and the blue would be, yes, what are creating the virtual reality. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I told uh, the news ago... I go, we both looked at each other because this has just been going on. And, and again, it's nothing like major where you're like, Whoa. I mean, sometimes it is major, but but it's all these little anomalies that come up back to back. And it's always when you're talking about something occult, of course. Oh, and of course, of course. and uh, he goes, and, and I had the same thought that the news told me. He said, he goes, he goes, maybe it's because we are just literally continued, continuing to construct our reality with our thought forms. And I started laughing because I'm like... Well, that's exactly what well, it is. Well, that's exactly what it is. But it's funny when it happens in these these types of anomalies. So basically, we control the whole script. Yes. Game over, checkmate. I won. <laughs> there is... So, so there's obviously like... The script writers, right? Constructing we the mainstream the reality. There are the script writers... There are the script writers that are narrating the mainstream reality. There are the script writers to the construct of the reality. And then, of course, behind the scenes. This is how it works, right? But also, when you are the star of your reality, a.k.a. the real player, okay, awaken to all of it, then that's when you have the pen and paper or the and the wand, the magical notebook, <laughs> and the magical notebooks, and the the ritual dagger. That's when you start to and be on. T- that's when you start to build, like you say. You you know you start build, to build, build, build. You start to build, build, create, build. create, create. Because that's really where the fun the fun is. What's other stuff that you've been doing or going through your trauma, your processing, whatever you're going through. That's not really the fun part. No, it's not. <laughs> that's the boring part. That's that's not necessarily boring. But, but you that's have the, like, to go through that's that. That's the part that requires healing. Mm-hmm. That's the part that actually is the difficult part. And, and what I want to say too is, so, it's, it's funny I just mentioned this. It's like it's very different for a person because um, we're talking about healing really quick. Because yeah, sure, that's part of it. And then you go beyond that, and there's different initiations and levels and all of this upgrades. But I want to say is like it's very different from a person if you've been 
you know, healing and waking up to all of this and you're like in month six or year one, it's going to look way different for you if you continue six months from now, a year from now. It's going to look way different the way you deal with your own shadows, the way you create your own reality and all of this. It's completely different. It's, again, becoming like the initiate to becoming the magi mm-hmm. to all of this. So these steps are all pivotal. They're all pivotal. Right. But they all lead you to liberation if you continue. And they all allow you to become the script writer of your own reality. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better than being the own star of your reality. That's when this place becomes paradise. That's exactly right. And that is what the mission is. That is what the mission is. Can you, uh, in, in a rephrasing here, Don Miguel Ruiz here, if you can stand in the middle of hell and not take the poison, you can be in heaven. Exactly. It's all about being the star of your own reality. Being the center of your own reality. Realizing that you are the light spark. The soul spark, the heart spark that generates your world. Okay? What we are, I want you to understand this term called a world generator. Okay? A world generator or a reality engine is really like what you have around you, which is your Taurus field, which is an information field of your spirit. In your consciousness, which is feeding into the matrix your entire existence through all of these different matrix codes and overlays and programs and stuff. But underneath all of that is this infinite source spark spiral of infinite uh, toroidal energy that is manifesting and creating this game-like experience. And the more you tap into this infinite source of energy... Which I literally, you know, I just happened to just pull out my uh, notebook right here as I'm talking to you all and start drawing this and diagramming this because the source energy is coming through so perfectly in my vessel right now as magic, as I'm teaching you. It's free of blockages. It's allowed to just flow. It's the channel. And as I said, be a conduit, not a battery. Okay, that's the new... um, Phrasing that I want you to really understand. Be a conduit. Be a builder. Be a reality creator. That's when the magic really flows. We are reality engine and world creators. That's what we are. Each and every single one of us has this divine seed within our hearts. And it's up to us to basically flourish and bloom this magic. This magic... You want to talk about God and the Creator? Everyone always loves to throw around religion. Talk about religion nonstop. I don't like to. Well, but let's be real. There is a God, and that God gave you your soul spark. Your soul spark allows you... Think about this. This is what I think is so funny. People think, oh, religion isn't real or whatever, that there is no God or whatever. Some people say there is this God and that God. But they never acknowledge the fact... That we have a soul spark within us that allows us to create our own worlds. Our own realities. We can create and generate our entire world with our consciousness. By manifesting. By using our power. Our spiritual power. So if you want to talk about 
God, that is what God is. That energy field. Ability to create and manifest. You've all done it. Like, we've all done it. You know, and then you just kind of don't realize you're the one that created that in your life. So look at where you've already done this in your life. What is something you've desired and that you've wanted and, you know, you put yourself out there energetically for and you got it. There's probably so many things, but you don't actually realize it's you who did it. Well, we do sometimes. And I think that's that's the cool part is that we when we realize that these synchronicities are occurring, this is actually ourselves, our true selves, our true forms um, outside the construct and through our multidimensional self that is interacting and doing things on our behalf in connection with the infinite source of energy. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to to reflect <coughs> on that a little bit, you know, all, all of that you, that you have created already. Yes, and to give gratitude and to be open to receiving more. Mm-hmm. The self-worth to, to receive more. Yes, the self-worth for sure. The self-worth is very important um to do that inner work because that's low to not have high self-worth that's all part of their plan Mm -hmm. that's how they get your soul if deep down you don't believe you even deserve your your soul's essence if you don't believe that you're worthy of finding your dream partner and having your dream car um you're it's going to be a lot harder for you to believe that you're that you deserve to really open up your soul and, and that spark within you because mm-hmm. because that's people. less tangible so people have a hard time understanding that so as you were drawing this Taurus here you know he's kind of drawing on his journal <laughs> um, I wanted to say if, if some of you guys have trouble with seeing beyond the physical like just think about when you're meditating or when you're going through your own internal experiences outside of this concept like what is that that's your energy field traveling out Mm -hmm. of here Mm -hmm. so what does it look like for you right so start to you really like the number one thing is imagine imagination visualization that's the craft that's so important that you have to practice at it if you're still shaky there if you still can't do that you can't create in this reality if you can't create with your eyes closed and visualize this stuff it's going to be more difficult for you to manifest in the physical so that's a craft that you can practice on your own as well when you're meditating and also realize and recognize that every time um you think about an object or something like for example you think about um, your money. Let's say you think about your money and you think about how awesome your money is, how much you love your money, right? That's you astral projecting to your money. Mm. Okay? If you think about your apple tree and how much you have these beautiful trees behind you in your house or whatever, and uh, maybe your your new home that you just bought and that you're loving and you're living in life in Costa Rica and you're just living your best life, right? Well, that's you astral projecting to that, when every t- every time you concentrate and see something in your mind, that's an astral projection. So don't say you can't astral project. Because so you're always astral projecting. You don't realize that you. That's how they also trick you. <laughs> you're always astral projecting. Anytime you're thinking about something else that's not in the, right in front of you, you are astral projecting a part of your consciousness to that thing. Okay, 
So we are always astral projecting. The question is, can you stay in the body? And that, that shows you why they've been able to fool humans for so long because everyone's putting their thought form into, the, into whatever they're plugging in. Yes, yes. And they are not aware of where their energy is going. No, they're not. Yeah, yeah. So I think with that, um, we're going to call it a night, but we really, really did enjoy having this conversation with you all and uh, talking. And so we're going to say thank you so much for watching. Um, and we really appreciate all of the support and feedback and conversations. You know, there's been so much going on inside of the School of Mysticism, our private community, um, lots of conversations in there with people talking and sharing their gnosis and their experiences within this matrix. And we have a lot of uncensored conversations. Um, and there's also, you know, I always read through the comments and um, the community is always great. So whenever this video premieres, um, we'll get that up and we're, I'm excited to read and see what people are saying about um, our podcast here and what we share here. Um, so we really do appreciate your support. This, and Yeah, thank you. And, and just this is so like last minute, but it feels so good. So thank you for listening. And yes, we appreciate your support. And um, for more, you know, all, you're always welcome to come join us in the School of Mysticism, um, our Mystical Initiates um, monthly membership package is our newest uh, special offer that we're offering with our it's over 12 courses. 100 video hours and tons of exclusive content um, and video teachings and so many PDFs and articles and all of that plus monthly sessions. So that's where we do have a, a lot more of our teachings. It's grown a lot too. I mean, you're not going to go in there and finish in a month. Like it's going to no, take you. There's two. an entire course curriculum that yeah. I designed for uh, a being to become a mystical initiate, which is. You know, really someone who has understood this Maya and navigated the Maya and then started to build their own creation in the Maya. So that way they can escape the Maya. And you got to put those hours in. You got to put those hours of decoding, learning, processing. This school is the perfect place to do it because it's right. all under one library. It's all sequential. It's in the community. And you're going to clock yourself in like you're in there. All right. You want to be a master at something. It's going to take you how many how many hours is it like? 10,000 10, hours. 10,000 hours. So you need to spend yeah. 10,000 hours inside of the platform, <laughs> inside of the courses, and um, actually 10, practicing 000. the techniques if exactly. you want to become a true magician. Because what I see is a lot of people that come in, they dabble, they do it for a month, they're in there for a couple months. Uh, maybe they do some of the courses, but um, they don't finish. And what we're looking for is for serious members. Yes. We're looking for serious students, people that are really here for the long run. So we have various different packages and plans. I recommend you get a good plan, get the monthly membership plan, or get a lifetime plan if they're, if when I'm offering lifetime plans, and you get the courses um, for life. So that way you have them access for life. Increasing the course curriculum quite a bit, and we're going heavy on the Magical Studies course curriculum Talking about decoding the, the matrix essence reality. of magic. Oh, there's so much there's in decoding so much. the matrix reality. Uh, those are specific, you know, situations inside of the matrix. Um, you know what the demiurge is, what what this code is, and targeted individual syndrome, and the beast, 
AI um, machinations and uh, the robotoids and the, the directed energy weapons, holographic beings, gang stalking, you know, false AI, cybernetic, you know, tracking, uh, tracking, uh, satellite. <laughs> I mean, we're you laughing know, now, but, but you gotta laugh sometimes project. because this shit. Like, I feel is... like I'm dropping all these codes. Like, I'm, the way I'm saying it, keep like, dropping you know, them, keep dropping these them. are just these are just codes, like light codes. And so you can grasp onto these straws, or you can come trek into the foundations of a true mystical temple inside the school of mysticism. So yeah. we always have open conversations here. I'll be looking forward to reading the, the chat. Once again, we really appreciate the support, all the super chats. Um, thank you so much for all the super chats that you guys provide us. And also, the channel memberships, which I've been really appreciating. Um, and all of just the, you know, the financial support and the um, supporting the videos, sharing the videos. The reciprocation really of energy is the best The reciprocation of part, energy yeah. is the best part. And yeah. it allows us to continue to keep funding and doing our mission. That's like the hugest part. So we really appreciate that. And don't forget to check out my channel as well. If yes. Eons Activation. And I also go live inside the school every Sunday for like a rising fire yoga class. So if you're in the school, join the class. I'll be there. And um, So we have secondary memberships that Leslie Demai offers at yes. Ethereal Eons Activation, which is the community memberships, which is $9.99 a month. Okay, so that's a secondary membership offer. That's more of a lower tier offer. Yeah, um, you're not going to get all the courses. So you're not going to get any courses, but you are going to actually get live uh, yoga classes with Leslie every Sunday. And I actually participate in the yoga classes as well because I love to do the, the, the yoga. And it's actually really healing for the soul and so good for the energy body. And you're um, just going to feel good after. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel so good. You're going to feel every good single after. Time. I think but, we, might, we might actually do a yoga class tonight. You know <laughs> we'll what? I'm thinking about that. We can do a yin class. We can do a yin class. No, the yoga is the yoga is just another tool I've, I've had. And haven't, yeah, it is. And I haven't been using it as much, you know, in the last couple of years. But I brought it back because everyone who does it always walks away with, like, this energetic release and they're just ready to go. So it's been it's been great and I, I loved watching you do it too, Thanush. By the way, if you guys don't know, Thanush is a natural yogi. <laughs> oh, thank and, you. And he literally gets in these poses and I'm just looking at him like, how is your alignment so good? So Well actually, you know, I've worked on it, but I always thought it was it needed improvement. But to hear you say that, that actually Makes me feel pretty good. He's pretty, so, he's pretty, pretty um, good, I have to you say. You know, I'm definitely, I actually feel like my body wants that right now, which is why we're talking about that. Mm -hmm. It's very good for releasing any, you know, tension and stress and uh, just energy, like, that's blocked. And we take that's it. That's what we need. And yeah, so yeah. that's very important. It's not just a physical exercise. It's not just your typical yoga class. It's going to be a way for you to clear those blockages, create the inner fire, and... Um, so yeah, yeah, you should check that out. Um, our our live weekly yoga, and I also do the dark energy extraction ritual for removing blocked and negative energies. Which we should talk. You know what? Maybe next podcast episode we're gonna we have to make a separate that. podcast because I I purchased the Nuja's ritual. Yeah, I haven't told anybody. 
I haven't told anyone. Yeah, you um, actually did not. Say I have that. not told anyone. This was before we went. Was this after Mexico? Or before Mexico? This was before Mexico. Before Mexico. So it's been probably a month. Um, so I got to experience it. So basically, if you get the energy extraction ritual, you get your own prognosis right up. Yes. And so think of it like a doctor. Um, you know, he writes his own notes, according everything that was done, mm. the utensils used, all of that is documented. So I form, I, I put that in a nice looking package to be emailed to the person. Um, right. And and so on and so forth. So that's how I know about it. And I have worked on over a dozen, maybe fifteen of them since you started this, and it hasn't been that long. So. You have really, that seems like something people are coming to you for. That seems to be a new right. specialty. So that's like been like so life-changing for people, I guess you can say. Because when you need help and you're in that state that you're stuck in fear and that you can't get past something, you do need a shaman to come and, and, and kind of cl you know clear that out a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So there are people that feel like they're on their last limb. Okay, mm -hmm. this is like a serious work. And so if you ever feel that way, invest in yourself. And um, instead of, you know, you can't call 911 for this type of stuff, right? No, you can't. <laughs> so I've who do you call, right? I've had many people reach out to me in that those those dire moments. Yeah. Many, many yeah. people reach out to me. I don't even know how many. Like, it's actually we've lost count um, in this situation. And I don't like that people reach out last minute. I would prefer you reach out two weeks before last minute that would be preferable that way we can help you before the problem right but yeah, if you do happen to reach out last minute we will see and do what we can do best for you to help you and this is basically about extracting and removing toxic and archontic energies that are parasiting off of your field so this is deep energy healing um and i will have a few different sort um you know services or rituals coming out in the future um in addition to the dark energy extraction ritual which I, is the main ritual that i provide which are going to be very similar services but think of me as an energetic doctor as well as a mystical teacher mm -hmm. an energetic doctor to heal your toroidal field to help you heal your own toroidal field and to give you the necessary energy and um, frequencies that you need to adjust your Taurus. And as with any other energy healing, you don't have to be present, which is, no. you know, uh, great. And, and the best part is, is that you do get your own video of this recorded. It can be up to 45 minutes to an hour and a half long with yes. the write-up. So yes. it's completely tailored to you. All you need to do is submit an image. You know, you get to kind of have a little consultation on, on what you feel is going on and then you get your prognosis report and all of that so it's it's very professional that is why i inquired with the service i you know it's definitely worth what you're giving out financially um and i do anticipate you increasing the prices in the future because you're starting i'll be getting to, yeah, a lot of demand there's a demand there and is a, a, unfortunately demand. there's a severe demand for this type of, of work and right, so that's true anyhow we have our services available to you guys and, you know, invest in yourself. Um, but mostly it's invest your time wisely invest and time always wisely. choose the higher vibrational option around you. Yes, it's hard to do that. But um, it's funny. We will see the negative effects pretty fast when we don't do that. 
almost instantaneously. That's what I mean, that instant manifestation like, of like, like oh. remember, so so earlier today, like, you want to you share about the laptop thing? That was pretty funny. What my, how my laptop was Yeah, like, her laptop or... almost fell over. Like, she was kind of in a like, oh, chaotic yeah, yeah, frequency yeah. for a second. Yeah. And I was trying to calm her down. And she, like, she got all chaotic. And then she, like, knocked her laptop right off the couch. And he caught it. And it almost went shattered. And she was like, oh, and, and I literally caught it in midair. Well, you caught it? <laughs> you caught it before I even realized it was falling. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and the funny quantum thing, speed. Quantum speed. And the funny thing is that the whole yep. afternoon before we went to the beach, since yesterday morning, my laptop's been laggy oh, and glitchy. Right. Yes. So it, it keeps closing down my editing. So I couldn't get a couple his video up. I couldn't get my video up. It's being glitchy. And yeah. I'm like, dude, the only reason why it's acting like this is because my soul is was like, all, I was well, like yeah. clearing something out. And then my soul was like not having it. And my device is picking up on that because when we got back from the beach... And I got back on my computer, boom, mm-hmm. it was done. Like, it was fine. Yes. We'll be closing up this podcast. And, uh, yeah, as I said, we really appreciate all the support, folks. Um, so come join us inside the School of Mysticism uh, for more. And we look forward to also seeing you in the next video. And definitely go ahead and check out Leslie's channel on Ethereal Eons Activation. Link in the description. And join her for Sunday Yoga. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Much, much love. And um, we'll talk to you in the next one. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.